Hello, it's Nick. Welcome to your Daily Dose. On today's episode, I wanted to figure out why I like pop culture characters who are sarcastic and sometimes downright mean. Bob came up with a great answer, as he often does. Enjoy. Why do you love super mean fictional characters? What I mean, who, like, who do you who do you love that's super mean? In I fiction? was I was thinking about this. I've mentioned this before as sort of like one of my comedy um, uh, people on the wall, like posters on the wall. I would put up is uh, Benson. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. And thinking back to that show, he was he's mean. He showed affection, right, by being a jerk. Sarcasm, right? It can be a Absolutely. weapon and it can be a blanket. Yeah, you know, I grew up on sarcasm, but yeah, Benson, I wouldn't have thought that to be like the prime example of a mean character because I found him hilarious. Oh, he was super funny, but acerbic and dry and all of that. And I was recently reintroduced. I didn't realize Amazon Prime had this was a show called Blackadder. Oh, yes. Rowan Atkinson. Rowan Atkinson. So brilliant. One of the... I mean, just geniuses. The Charlie, Cha- geniuses. Charlie Chaplin of our time. Oh, my gosh. So this was before Mr. Bean. Oh, yeah. And in reading, I did a little research while I was watching it. So um, he had a really bad stutter when he was a kid. He uh. has trouble with some of his words. You see him licking his lips a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of one of his things. I, so, see him, I see him act a stutter perfectly in yeah. a couple of the roles that he's played. Yep. That's interesting. And so I think that's why, and I don't know this for sure, but that indicates to me that might be one of the reasons he developed the Mr. Bean character was so he didn't have to talk. Ah. But Blackadder is, uh, follows this character and his descendants, uh, Edmund Blackadder, through four distinct periods of English history. Mm-hmm. And so, it, you know, in one, in the first one, he's uh, the second prince to the king of uh, England in the next one he's a nobleman and the next one he's actually the butler to the prince of wales (laughs) and in the very last one which is just him at peak sarcasm and meanness and dry british wit he's actually um a captain during world war one in the trenches Wow! Yes, yeah. I see. Now I didn't know all that about it. I I knew that it was historic, historic in basis, and it, it was funny. Uh, and I had seen a couple of episodes. But the it, first wow. seasons, it, the first season's not quite there. It's when it's the second season picks up that he is just mean to everyone around him. Here's why I think you like mean characters because they act out things that you're too nice to act out. Oh, and, and so you're living vicariously through their rapier wit, and through I do the same thing with with kung fu masters who who beat the crap out of the bad guy, right? Yeah. It's like I get thrill watching them do things that I don't actually have the ability to do, or I don't have the stomach to do, and it makes me feel like ah, oh, justice. That's that's strong. That's powerful. Yeah. Oh, I have the stomach to be mean. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've talked about my lack of guilty conscience. Yeah, but I, I don't see you as, as a naturally mean person, but, but I'm sure you can be mean. I can be. People assume I can't. All they have to do is talk to the love of my life to know that I can be so mean because I'm very perceptive. Yeah. I know where you're sensitive. And if I'm going to be mean, I'm going for your soft spots. Yeah. And, and that's what makes it harder because when you're really, really nice 
and you notice people's soft spots, you can use those to make them feel really great. Uh, and if you turn around in the opposite direction, it's like you know, Jekyll and Hyde. So uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a little hard. But I think that's, I think that's why you like the mean I'm stuff. I'm living vicariously through them. Yeah. And like guess that. what? Isn't it satisfying to see somebody take somebody else down verbally? Yeah. So especially somebody who you feel, quote unquote, needs to be taken sure, down. Sure, sure. I feel like the, like MASH, okay? If you watch early MASH, oh, there when you they go. Yeah, Frank that's Burns, great one. Yeah. you know, and then Hawkeye and, uh, and Trapper John would just, just brutalize him verbally yeah. and sometimes with, with pranks as well. And I enjoyed that very much. Yeah, that's the basis of a lot. I think, yeah, I think mean is funny. I think that's sometimes it really is. Not, not a basement not when you are literally humiliating someone, sure, sure. but when you're mean to somebody so that they can feel it, right? You know, <laughs> it is a little bit like watching somebody trip and fall. Yeah, right? kind of laughing at that, <laughs> but on TV, not I, in real life, because we would never laugh at exactly. somebody who trips. I had a guy say say to me when I was I forget what I was doing, but he said that's that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen anybody do, and I said, what you don't own a mirror. And here's the thing. What he said was just mean. What yeah. I said was funny. And so I feel like I got the upper hand in the battle of wits. You know, I'm bringing the tanks. Nice. <laughs> oh. It's fun to live vicariously through the actions of others, whether virtuosos or superheroes or just people who say the things that need to be said. Maybe if we do that enough, we'll be inspired to take some bigger chances and more powerful actions in our own lives. Thanks so much for tuning in to hear us talk. You honor us with your presence and we appreciate you more than you know. Until next time, dear listeners, have some fun out there.